Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, my friend, and welcome to Securing Secure, hosted by me, Johnny Seifert. This is the Celebrity Mental Health Podcast, where I say it's okay to not be okay. And if you have the same match as me, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening, then click that subscribe button, click that bell so you get a notification every week that there's a new episode out, and leave a five-star rating and a review. And let's keep spreading the word in 2024. It's okay to not be okay. Now, let me tell about my guest today. Today's a very special day for my guest. As we record, it's a decade since she made a splash in her swimsuit on national TV, where she did that forward pike. Now, I absolutely love watching her in her swimming costume. I'm sure you did as well. And since then, she's gone on to do amazing things. You know, she's on Security and Security every single year. You know about the relationship place. You know about the Lorana podcast that she records at Champions 2. And of course, the Let's Go Dating. So with thanks to David Lloyd Cubs for setting up this interview, I'm delighted to welcome back to Security and Security for her annual visit and a splash. It's Anna Williamson. Oh. Johnny, as always, give that boy an MBE for services and broadcasting. Do you know something? I didn't know today was my 10-year year anniversary. It is, isn't it, from Splash? It is. Yes. It was heat too today, 10 years ago. Gosh, when I battered and bruised my body, all in the name of light entertainment. (laughs) I loved every minute of it. (laughs) And what happened to that cast and Vernon Kay, I wonder? In my wardrobe, I've got hanging up the swimming costumes that I wore for Splash. And I tell you, I couldn't even get my calf in them now, let alone my body. I mean, it was a really weird show. And uh, I, I, I don't know how you describe it, for, because it was yeah. before the jump on uh, Channel 4. And it was ITV's big show of, here's some celebs, and they're going to learn to dive with Tom Daly and la da 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 and uh, it never kind of went, oh, look, look at everyone that were wanting to dive. Whereas dancing on ice, you go, oh, I want to go to Winter Wonderland and I want to go ice skating. So did, what yeah. happened to your diving career afterwards? I, you know, I loved doing that. But you're, but you're right. I think I got asked to do it. it. It was firstly, I like doing things that I've never done before. I like kind of pushing myself to the extreme. And also I'm highly anxious around heights and swimming pools. So why, why not go and do that on live television? Eh? It was a really fun show to do. But. For me, it was the prospect of being trained to dive by the Olympic team. You know, the Olympic, I thought, God, when did anyone get a chance to do that? And 
funnily enough, my dad actually is really into like watching diving on the telly. I actually really like watching diving on the telly. I think it's, I think it's really interesting. And I decided to do the training and then, oh my goodness, as everybody will tell you that took part in that show and that does diving, it is one of the most difficult sports ever. It is so physical and about 70% of the training is actually done out of the pool. You do it in the gym, like a gym, you learn to be a gymnast basically before you even get in the pool. And it is the most painful, terrifying experience hitting that water from those heights. But it was such camaraderie. And I think because everyone that was in that show, all the celebs that were in that show, unlike some of the other shows like Dancing on Ice or Strictly, where you have a pro partner to kind of lean on, we didn't have any of those. We, it was just us. So we all kind of hung on to each other for dear life, really. And it was the most wonderful. Like, I became really good friends after that with um, Una Healy, uh, Keith Duffy, you know, we, and Rav Wilding. Like, we all became really good friends, actually. And it was... Yeah, it was a great show. I think they should bring it back. I just don't think they could probably get everyone insured because I don't think anybody came out of it without an injury. Well, that's why the jump got axed as well because yeah. the insurance was horrific. Um, but what's interesting about a show like that is you as a celebrity went on a show to do an experience and it was very much, you're going on to a show like Splash and that's that. 10 years on, we look at the reason why people do reality shows, whether you're a celebrity or a civilian, and it's all about what does this mean for my career? What does this mean for my Instagram followers? What does this mean for my YouTube numbers? Yes, it's transactional. And when we look at that transaction 10 years later, with your mental health hat on, and we'll talk about your diploma in a second, mm. but I'm just interested in how in the past 10 years it's all changed because you've obviously gone from being the celebrity contestant yourself to watching yeah. people on Celebs Go Dating of the validation that people need for that transaction and how important it is to get on a TV show but from a mental health perspective of this is them thinking they completed it and now this is their mission in life. And yet they're just normal people who seek this fame. But for what reason? Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a great point. And I think, yeah, 10 years ago, uh, we were in a very different space as to what we are now. It felt, dare I say it, far more innocent, really, you know, 10 years ago in the sense that there was no, you didn't sign up for any other game other than I speak for myself here, but I, I will speak for everybody else that I think was on that show with me. You didn't sign up for a career thing. You know, we didn't, I don't even, don't even think, was Instagram even around them? I don't even know if it was. Just, just. Was just about, it probably, yeah, just. just about, wasn't it? But we all did it because, yeah, we were paid to do it. I'm not going to lie. Of course you are. You're not going to give up, you know, an enormous part of your diary just to line ITV's coffers, you know. But but at the same time, we weren't paid, weren't paid written loads. I'll be completely honest with you. It was a it was a nice, you know, more than token gesture. You know, we did that. And I know I did that. I signed up for that because I wanted to be in the moment. And I think that's the difference now. And I work with a lot of reality celebrities on and off camera, you know, in a in a coaching sense. And yeah, it's a lot more strategic now with the sort of birth of influencers and social media and reality shows and how they have evolved. And, you know, TV, just by the very nature of TV, as you will know, it's pushing the boundaries more and more because it's more competitive and everyone is looking for the next thing that's going to create headlines. So with that, it becomes pushing yourself to do more and more. And I don't really think there's sort of any topic really that hasn't been touched now and I think we need to be really careful with that and that's what I say to people because once you've done it it's out there and I always say to people if you're doing reality tv if you've done it in the past doing it now you know why is the big question what is your motivation for this what are you aiming to get from it now the answer could be anything 
But as long as you're happy with the answer, that's the main thing. And as long as, you know, and I always say to people, as I'm sure you know, you know, getting into this industry for fame and money, you know, it is, it is firstly very hard to come by and very hard in the minority that do reach that. It's very hard to sustain. And I would also say the people that have reached that, I don't think there's that many people that would attest to being tr it's truly made all their dreams come true and they're truly happy. And this is what, particularly with Celebs Go Dating as well, I find is the commonality all throughout it is the pressures and the rose-tinted glasses of reality and fame and money. And then the other side, the pitfalls, the trolling, the competitiveness, the relevance and lacking in having solid foundations really to help carry you through sustaining that type of lifestyle which can't be sustained forever so what do you do though when you look at relevant and you look at that sustainability of it when you've got people coming to you clients who are civilians all those reality stars indeed and they're saying well i want to be on tv because i want xyz and then they're competing with themselves in the future. How do you stop that competition happening? Because it's very easy to go, well, I've got a thousand followers and now I've come out of a TV show and I've got a hundred thousand, but that person's got a million and they left the TV show before me. And there's this competitiveness, but they're only competing with themselves at the end of the day. I would say, so what? So what does that mean? You know, what are you measuring your, what are you measuring your success and your self-worth against? What, a load of numbers? And who are those numbers? Are they bots? Are they real people? Are they people that are uh, following you because they like you or because they want to troll you? You know, are they even real people? You know, who are these people and why does a number validate your success and your relevance and your value? And it really is about quality over quantity. Now, I get it. I get the comparison. I really do. I know it's, it's, it's easier said than done to go, oh, that person, they seem more popular than me. They've got more Instagram followers than me. They're getting bigger brand deals than me. Da, 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 da. But by constantly chasing and focusing on other people, what you're doing is, is diminishing the focus on yourself. So quit looking at what Joe Bloggs is doing next to you because, honey, they're doing them. They're in their own lane, right? You stay in your lane. You focus on what you do, what you're about, what you want to do, where you want to be, what you want to achieve, and crucially, why and how you're going to sustain that. You'll be far better off than by trying to chase those around you who we can't do anything about. We can't do anything about anybody else. We can't do anything and control anybody else, nor should we. But we can change and control the way we view things, the way that we do things. And that's what we need to focus on ourselves, be introspective. It's quite interesting. I'm reading at the moment Brianna Wist's book, The Mountain Is You, and she said this amazing quote of, think about the successes that you can't picture and you can't put on Instagram and that sit only in yourself. And it's exactly what you're saying about what is it for you and what does this mean for the journey that you're going on? And I'm interested about your journey. I'm, I'm always interested about your journey. Um, but you've just done your level six diploma in effective psychotherapy, psychotherapy with CBT. That's the course as well. That's not even the course. And why now? Why did you want to keep raising? Because I've looked at courses in the past, and we've spoken about this privately before. Of, yeah, there's yeah. always more you can do. There's more courses sure. and more courses. Why now did you want to do this course in particular? It's a great question. So I've been sort of beavering away at that for about a year and a half. I like learning, and I guess in order to stay sharp and to keep evolving in what I do. So I think importantly going back to what you, the, the initial question it's doing something that you enjoy and going back to that why like I say with anyone that does whatever job they do particularly in the celebrity world why what are you doing it for and also what if that wasn't there anymore 
you know, then what? What are you going to do with that? And I faced that years ago. I've been in telly broadcasting 25 years. And I got so, when I had a mental breakdown in my early 20s, I got so, uh, it became, I, I just had a moment of clarity around the amount of control I put in other people for me having a job. It was either yes or no, whether I got a TV job. And I felt really uh, disempowered by that. And it really did exacerbate my anxiety. And it also made me drop my standards because I was desperate. Well, not desperate, but I could be more desperate to say yes to something just because I needed to pay a mortgage. And when I had my breakdown, I sort of had a bit of clarity around that. And I wanted to study um, coaching because and counselling because it just really interested me. And I've always been a people person. And I find it really interesting and particularly children. It started with children because I was a children's presenter and Childline was where it was sort of my root in really of realizing this wonderful place where you can help others. <laughs> and then particularly using your own story and experiences to help enrich what you do professionally by way of uh, empathy and rapport. So I started sort of studying and training in that. And then as the years have gone on, you're naturally interested in different areas and uh, psychotherapy was something that's always really interested me you know we, we, we Freud and stuff like that and I and I've always sort of read about it you know not really know that much about it but it was it was just an area that I wanted to look into more particularly as things like trauma and anxiety are so prevalent now that I felt that having um, just looking at different modalities really of of how different people can approach helping people really and so that's why I discovered, uh, I decided to take this course on and I've kind of been working away. And I think really it comes down to it, it enriches me. You know, when I come away at the end of the day and I carve out those days just for me and I sit there with my laptop and my coach, you know, the, my, my trainer, my teacher, and I sit there and I ask questions. You know, I love being that geek sitting there asking questions and you know, being held accountable, I guess. And uh, yeah, essentially it comes from a place of enjoyment. But um, I guess... I didn't go through a traditional education so I like the fact that I'm 42 and I still want to learn and still can. Well you mentioned you're a TV presenter uh, and an excellent one it has to be said excellent Aww, guest presenter thanks, you know Aww. that. <laughs> I um, loved it. When you do the course and you start thinking about other clients and obviously you reflect on yourself, how do you look at that former Anna Williamson now? That is that girl in her 20s that you're now looking on as a case study almost based on the course that you're studying. Mm. Mm, that's such a, that's such an interesting point it comes from experience and I think actually now I'm in the best place of my life to be doing what I'm doing um, outside of tv you know I mean obviously everything kind of runs I wear different hats that all kind of feed into each other but I guess yeah reflectively I look back at that 20 something young girl who had stars in their eyes and was living the dream uh, but that that time was also in a very uh, coercively controlling relationship which is sort of where all my mental health or mental illness spiraled from and yeah I guess I have a deep empathy and sympathy for people that kind of don't know the tools to be introspective and to know that they matter and that they care and that you know how to be strong and how to be resilient and how to unapologetically be you and you know going back to you were saying about Instagram and you know reality stars and measuring yourself against other people I'm always going on about you know being authentic you know it is really important but to truly really sit in that authentic place 
is is enormously empowering like I do you know and and I don't mean this in any way to kind of blow smoke up my backside far from it but when you see me on Instagram you know not at that party you know not you know hanging out with a cocktail in my not nothing wrong with that by the way you know there's absolutely nothing wrong with that but when instead you see me with no makeup on sat with my cat on my lap you know watching Strictly or whatever it may be that's just me and it's being really confident in saying this is who I am as a person I'm not trying to be anything I'm not and you will find people I think respect you and identify with you a lot more doing that Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. authentic you now in your 40s but when you look at that 20s version of you have you forgiven the Anna who wasn't authentic to herself and who probably should have done different things oh yeah 100% forgiven I don't live with any regrets even my the abusive relationship I was in I mean don't get me wrong I would rather not have had that experience but um but it taught me so much it taught me a lot about the gaping holes in my life of how I viewed myself, how I communicated with others, how, you know, loads of things. And I think I live, like, I've got to sound like I'm half dead. I definitely enjoyed my teens and my 20s, my 30s. But I'm enjoying my 40s just as much, you know, and I think as every sort of decade has gone on, it's just been a different version of myself. But I think I've always been someone that has just approached life to the full. And I think 
what has done that particularly in recent years is having really seen the bottom of the trench of fleetingly thinking that not being here might be the better option and that is what depression and anxiety and trauma can do to you so I think because I feel genuinely so blessed and privileged to have come out of that very dark space I have so much empathy for people that find themselves in that space so I really do embrace every day and I also think I've been quite heavily influenced by certain members of my family who have had um, you know potentially terminal illness and have managed to come through that and have embraced life in a different way and I think that's very much what carries me through day to day now because it could have been so different and it's not and I'm just grateful for I'm grateful for my lot Johnny quite honestly well obviously your book Breaking Mad which is an incredible book obviously documents your anxiety journey and coping mechanisms if someone who's listening is going through that let's talk happier things let's talk celebrity dating let's get excited Um, my little home my little home uh i do you know what whenever i'm in holborn i go and stand outside the door and i just look (laughs) up at it and i go oh oh it's home from home that feels home from home so uh obviously last series we spoke just after it we know what happened on that series how do you carry the messages of what you learned from that experience to this year and love island all-stars is beginning now on itv2 is there going to be an all-stars celebrity dating this year and if not what do you want to do to make this show shake up a little bit still i love doing celebrity dating and last series was different we had uh, obviously a new expert that joined us dr tara and you know, a lot of the um, shape of the show was was shaken up. You know, sometimes, you know, and I think sometimes it, it does take a moment to kind of get your head around shake-ups and changes, but this is TV and no one is is here to... I might be sitting here in my comfy slippers now, but, you know, comfy slippers, you know, again and again is going to get a bit boring after a while. So we've got to keep evolving. We've got to keep shaking things up. We've got to keep... Uh, we've got to keep true and authentic to our viewers, but we've also got to entice new ones as well. Last series, there was definitely a lot more spice and conflict and emotions. Like I, I myself definitely felt more emotionally charged doing doing the series than I had previous been in, maybe maybe been in previous series. Uh, probably because the celebs came with maybe presenting more challenges for us, a little bit more pushback than we we may have we may have had previously but I think that's brilliant because that's what we're here to do you know this is a show that isn't isn't here just to coast we are here to challenge our celebs and and therefore the viewers by by proxy to ask probing questions to pick out unproductive behavior and I would hope that should celebs go dating come back this year which I'm very hopeful it will I mean who knows you know channel four and the tv landscape is is at a, a difficult time but I would hope that we uh, stand a good chance of bringing another series. And I think it'll probably be a little bit more of the same, a bit more holding our celebrities to account. And I think next time, if we do a series, for me, it's really drilling down to the uh, authenticity of celebrities around their love lives and making sure that, you know, they are utilising the experience. It's a TV show, of course, but it is real as well. And really utilising the experience to hopefully improve their relationships when they come out of it so you're working with david lloyd clubs as we start a new year the first campaign for you tell me all about it so you're gonna love this my love because you are a busy bee like me but have you heard of nixon 
is it my favourite Dutch stress relief practice? Oh, it's funny you say that, JS. It is actually. No, this honestly, I love this. I've been practicing and preaching this for donkey's years. It's my honest. This is kind of like my little, a little hidden secret. No joke. So it's a, it's a very nice compliment when people say, "Oh my gosh, you do so much." Although remember, guys, social media—it's all smokes and mirrors. I am busy, but what you don't see is when I'm practicing Nixon, which is basically the art of doing nothing. That's what it stands for. It's what it translates to. Um, and the art of doing nothing. If I was Instagramming that and telling people about it, I wouldn't really be doing the art of doing nothing, would I? Um, but yeah, we've, I've teamed up with David Lloyd's clubs, who are brilliant. They're actually exclusively are trialing this at their clubs just to see kind of how it's uh, how it's going to pan out. And um, if anyone wants to join it, um, everybody can join a, a live demonstration of this on their Instagram feed, Instagram Live, which is um, at David Lloyd UK on the 18th of January. So just head to uh, their website as well, David Lloyd Clubs at UK and check out their blog for everything about Nixon. So it really is the art of doing nothing. So it's it's an opportunity to calm the mind, calm the stress. Uh, stop yourself having burnout and kind of just going with the flow, right? And carving out that time because as Brits, we know, especially from our research, Brits, are, the majority uh, said they were exhausted last year, okay? People struggle to just do nothing. In fact, one in five don't even know how to do nothing. Uh, and 40% of people can't remember the last time they switched off. I'm asking you to do it and I'm telling you why it's important and everybody listening, because it reduces our anxiety. We know how important mental health is. The very purpose of your podcast is for that. So it's an, if we need, but we struggle as Brits to give ourselves permission to look after our mental health and to do nothing, you know. But what does nothing actually attack. mean? Like, oh. what do you mean by nothing? Sat in an empty room, staring at a That's wall? That's what you want to do. That's what you want to So a Nixon class is slightly different in the fact that there are things there. So there's headphones to listen to music. Uh, you can lie on cushions. You can, you know, maybe have a drink. You could maybe do read if you want, you know, walk around. You know, you can just sit. You could just notice, you know, notice the tree. I'm doing it now. Now, if I wanted to do Nixon, even just kind of going, I wouldn't do it now because it's really cold, but going out in the garden, you know, bare feet and just walking around my garden and just noticing and just being. It's slightly different to kind of meditation and mindfulness, which is obviously a form of relaxation as well, which is a brilliant practice. But but that is quite pres prescriptive in the sense that it is the focus is on being quiet, being still, being empty of thought. OK, with Nixon, you might that might actually be what you want to do in that moment. But we're not telling you that that's what you have to do, if that makes sense. It's it's up to your own interpretation, whether it's pottering around making a cup of tea, whether it's then sitting down and maybe I don't know. Uh, flicking through a magazine I like to just literally lie there with my eyes closed with an eye mask on you know and just listen to the sounds it's giving yourself a chance to be still and be calm but by structuring it which I know sounds a little bit prescriptive and against it but it's not but but the reason is because if we don't actually carve out the time and go right now for the next 50 minutes or 20 minutes I'm going to do Nixon we tend to go oh, I can't be bothered or we say oh, I'm going to do it we never actually do it I mean, let's be, we never do it we never do it we all know we want to and we should do and we need to blah 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 but if we don't treat it as important as a doctor's appointment a work meeting me doing a little podcast for you you know we just don't do it so this is why I'm really excited about working with David Lloyd because this is I think the route in to Nixon becoming a thing unapologetically well, it's making it part of your schedule, isn't it? If you go, I work seven day weeks, you work seven day weeks, but I always make sure I've got an hour in the bath where I light the candle and I've got my book of the week and I've got my music Brilliant. and whatever. But it's that six o'clock to seven o'clock hour 
is for Love bath it. time and then it's EastEnders and then it's this program, then it's meditation. Love it's that. So you've got to just put it in that routine. It, it, exactly that. And I, I flipping love that for you, Johnny. I didn't actually know you did that. And I'm really, someone else who does that, Tom Reed Wilson. He loves a bath and a book. He does the same thing. Every, often he'll voice note me in the bath and I can hear the bath going. But it is really important and it's finding that time. And sometimes I find a really good place, especially with busy kids and everything else in a freelance lifestyle, can be um, finding the routine that works for you. So the one thing I do have that's a routine in a freelance lifestyle is 90% of the time my kids' um, school runs. So if I get, I did actually did it yesterday, I got to the school run half an hour earlier, got a good parking space, sat there. Have you ever sat in a car, turned the engine off and just listened? It is the most beautiful peace that you'll ever experience it's it's like this little cocoon and for me just sitting in the car sometimes with a cup of tea I'm not distracted by anything else I just sit and watch the world go by so it's finding those pockets where you can make it work for you and that's why solo holidays are amazing one of the oh, amazing things on a solo holiday brilliant. is just sit there and just people watch so I sit with my book and then I just mm -hmm. people watch around and you try and work out what are their backgrounds or are they arguing you want to be part of that and uh, it's an, oh, I love you it. Eat I love what it. You, want. you can you can eat what you want, when you want, go where you want. My husband and I, we actually really promote having solo holidays. And I think this is what I really want to do a lot this year is destigmatizing all of this. You know, if you sleep in separate beds, it must be something wrong with your relationship. If you go on solo holidays, you must be a loner or, or not get on with your partner. No, you're putting yourself first because yeah. you want to have a healthy mind and you need to do whatever is going to help you do that. Sleep well, eat well, have, do you know what I mean? And this is, I think where we'd all really need to shift that focus and that stigma. Amazing. And uh, well, thanks to the David Lloyd Club for setting up this interview. If you want to give me a free membership, feel free. There's one near me. It's very expensive. It's a really good club. It's a really good club. I know. And I'm trying to get it because it has the swimming pool outside in the summer. And if you can't afford Soho House, you'd want to go yeah. to David Lloyd Club, but they won't give it to me a membership. Uh, I'm give joking. Him a, I'll David Lloyd, give him a membership. Johnny's your boy. He'll be Instagramming it permanently. Yeah, I will. And TikTok. It'll it. pay for um, itself. Yeah, literally. <laughs> uh, thank you to the four media group for setting up the interview. And of course, a massive thank you to Anna. As ever, there's a hundred thousand episodes of Anna on Skin and I absolutely love her. You know I love her. And there's episodes of Paul C. Bronson as well and all the cast of Celebrity Dating through the years. So do go and check them out in the Security and Secure Library on TikTok at Johnny Seafoot92, on uh, Instagram at Security and Secure Podcast at Johnny Seafoot is where you can find me. I'll put previous teasers out there. Click that subscribe button, leave a five-star rating, leave a review, and let's keep spreading the word. It's okay to not be okay. I'm Johnny Seafoot. Thanks so much for watching or listening. Until next time, thank you and goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.